sounds by which a car would strive to communicate with those with ears to listen, usually mechanics. Every car had its good points, too. A comfortable driving seat, perhaps, moulded over the years to the shape of the car's owner, or an engine that started first time without hesitation or complaint, even on the coldest winter morning, when the air above Botswana was dry and crisp and sharp in the lungs. Each car, then, was an individual, and if only he could get his apprentices to grasp that fact, their work might be a little bit more reliable and less prone to require redoing by him. Push, shove, twist. These were no mantras for a good mechanic. Listen, coax, soothe. That should be the motto inscribed above the entrance to every garage. That or the words which he had once seen printed on the advertisement for a garage in Francistown. Your car is ours. That slogan, persuasive though it might have sounded, had given him pause. It was a little ambiguous, he decided. On the one hand, it might be taken to suggest that the garage was in the business of taking people's cars away from them. An unfortunate choice of words if read that way. On the other... It could mean that the garage staff treated clients' cars with the same care that they treated their own. That, he thought, is what they meant, and it would have been preferable if they had said it. It is always better to say what you mean. It was his wife, Marramotswe, who said that, and he had always assumed that she meant it. No, he mused. There is no such thing as a perfect car, and if every car had its good and bad points... It was the same with people. Just as every person had his or her little ways, habits that niggled or irritated others, annoying mannerisms, vices and failings, moments of selfishness, so too did they have their good points. A winning smile, an infectious sense of humour, the ability to cook a favourite dish just the way you wanted it. That was the way the world was. It was composed of a few almost perfect people ourselves. Then there were a good many people who generally did their best but were not all that perfect, our friends and colleagues, and finally there were a few rather nasty ones, our enemies and opponents. Most people fell into that middle group, those who did their best, and the last group was thankfully very small and not much in evidence in places like Botswana, where he was fortunate enough to live. These reflections came to Mr. Jerby Matikoni while he was driving his tow truck down the Lobatse Road. He was on what Marramotswe described as one of his errands of mercy. In this case, he was setting out to rescue the car of one Ma Constance Mataleke, a senior and highly regarded midwife, and, as it happened, a long-standing friend of Marramotswe. She had called him from the roadside. "'Quite dead!' said Ma Mataleke, through the faint, crackling line of her mobile phone. Stopped! Plenty of petrol! Just stopped like that, Mr. Matakone! Dead! Mr. Jerby Matakone smiled to himself. No car dies forever, he consoled her. When a car seems to die, it is sometimes just sleeping. Like Lazarus, you know? He was not quite sure of the analogy, As a boy, he had heard the story of Lazarus at Sunday school in Molepolole, but his recollection was now hazy. It was many years ago, 
and the stories of that time, the real, the made-up, the long-winded tales of the old people, all of these had a tendency to get mixed up and become one. There were seven lean cows in somebody's dream. Or was it five lean cows and seven fat ones? So you are calling yourself Jesus Christ now, are you, Mr. Matukoni? No more Tlokweng Road Speedy Motors, is it? Jesus Christ Motors now, retorted Ma Mataleke. You say that you can raise cards from the dead. Is that what you're saying? Mr. Jelby Matekoni chuckled. Certainly not. No, I am just a mechanic, but I know how to wake cars up. That is not a special thing. Any mechanic can wake a car. Not apprentices, though, he thought. We'll see, she said. I have great faith in you.